Hey all, Board Gamer Answer, where you'll find everything solo, tabletop gaming, and more. And here is the past week or so in gaming. It's July 28th, 2020. So I got two new games on my table here. One is an oldie but goodie, and I'll get to that here in a sec. Had Cooper Island on my table. Got a couple more plays of that in. Have since put it away. And there is a review up on YouTube for my thoughts on that. So probably worth checking out if you care to. And Escape Plan made it to the table. Vita Lacerda. I continue with my quest to play all of his games and experience all of them solo and continue to be, you know, get us a lukewarm solo experience with the official variants. And Escape Plan is, uh, I, I think it's turning out to be no different. I've got about six plays or so in that now. And again, I love the game. This game actually, Escape Plan, is, is feels quite a bit different than his other games. And mostly he's worker placement. And mostly there is very heavy worker placement-y stuff going on. Here, it's not worker placement. You are traveling around on this board on your turn. And it is much lighter, I feel like. In in the beginning, there's kind of the, that classic sort of uh, hump to get over as you learn all the, the rules. But man, it, it, the game really flies when you're, you're playing it. You can play this in about an hour, I would say. Now I'm, I'm playing... Uh, the, and, and you're also running... Two AI opponents here with escape plan. One that kind of sort of gets in your way. That's Sandra. She is uh, been stolen from Kanban, stolen from the automobile industry, and now she is this private investigator or whatever she is, uh, trying to track you down um, while you're making your great escape. And in that way, she visits areas and could potentially shut them down before you can get there and get your money out. Or she can, you know, increase your notoriety by, by uh, uh, you know, if you arrive in an area she's already at, it increases your notoriety, which has some, some negative and, and possibly some positive impacts. But she does her thing and, and is just run by a draw of a card. And then you're going against uh, Lieutenant Costa, I think is who it is, who is, uh, well, is a crooked cop. <laughs> and that's your main opponent. That's who you're trying to beat and is run again with a draw of a card. But when you draw the card, you know, certain, both of them have these parameters. You draw the card, you have to see if location exists. And then there's some other stuff you have to consider. Basically, Sandra goes wherever you draw, as long as it's out on the board. Lieutenant Costa, though, is, is uh, got a different, is kind of, kind of stays close to you. So is only going to show up on a location where you are or adjacent to you. So it's really always on your on your tail. And but I found, you know, a few plays in and, and now is that, you know, I've been able to totally use that to my advantage and just sort of uh, follow him around while he tries to follow me around. <laughs> and in that way, you can kind of totally limit the um, the points that that he can in score, um, really. And so. I don't know uh, if I feel like it almost kind of because I went my first few plays, I was I was getting destroyed. And then when I started doing that, it's sort of um, I'm winning quite handily. So quite suddenly, which doesn't lend itself to replayability. There's not a lot of uh, well, there is no real 
difficulty level adjustment here either. So on one end, I, I like what he's done and, and created a solo variant that's that's different, that has two AIs running. Kind of uh, a little reminds me of Tapestry. Tapestry did very well to uh, have a third sort of three, two AIs that you ran, one that sort of ran interference and one that was scoring against you or whatever. And even with Euphoria, another Stonemeyer game, there was two AI opponents. That one was probably... Of, of sort of having a two AI opponent experience, the the one with, from Euphoria stands in my mind as as the superior one, is the most well done, and uh, these the other two were not uh, so good in my opinion, and and so you know back to Escape Plan, there's no level adjustments, there's nothing really at least with the other solo variants that Vita Lacerda provided, there was sort of a scale. You know, you could look at Ford, you know, if you achieved certain set of victory conditions, you 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 ranked so high. And then if you if you did even better, um, you ranked higher in, in your game, you know, if you achieved certain goals. It was a set of them. So you could kind of get a, a sense of, you know, oh, I really did well this game as opposed to, eh, I just won the game, which isn't available here. And also, too, another thing that I found with Escape Plan that was a little wonky was that the there was, I guess, a last-minute change in the rules for the way uh, Lieutenant Costa, the, the, the AI opponent, was supposed to only draw, you know, one, well, you know, one tile, on its turn now, officially it got changed to two tiles, but the cards associated with running the AI didn't get changed. So the rules got changed, but the cards didn't get changed. So there was a little pack that came in on Mars, another Vito Lucidity game, that was supposed to correct that. But even there, not all the cards have been corrected. <laughs> so there's still, you know, the, the cards that have to do with the exit tiles was not corrected. So So you still have... It was weird, you know, and, and the fact that these corrected cards came in on Mars, not to the owners of Escape Plan. Maybe maybe people didn't. It was weird, you know, and, and I've seen that actually, you know, even with uh, Teotihuacan and um, with with you're getting promos for games in games that are for different games. <laughs> so I don't really understand the. I mean, I do. I understand it. it there, you know, I guess the, the thing is, well, so you should probably pick up this game because here's some cards. It's sort of a marketing thing too, but I don't think it's being very well received. I'm not well receiving it. I find it kind of annoying to get, you know, corrective cards for a different game in a game that I that I purchased that has nothing to do with that game. <laughs> so, because that's, I mean, that's quite a big assumption that, oh, just everybody's going to get, you know, all these games. And if they don't, they should because there's, you know, how are you going to get those? Well, I guess you can find them online. You can trade with people and stuff. But that's, that is, I don't think that's a very, um, I hope to see that change, that methodology there. Because I don't think it is very efficient uh, or very um, well thought out. Anyway, back to Escape Plan. Fun, fun, light Lacerda game. But again, I find the solo lacking. I found Lisboa. Same sort of thing. The official solo variant was, was lacking. The games themselves are marvelous. I just love these games that Vito Lacerda puts out. I love his designs. I don't much care for his solo designs. 
But with Lisboa, now that is competing with 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 On Mars. Now On Mars is my favorite Lacerda game that came with its official variant, which I still think is lacking in a lot of ways. But but I just On Mars, the whole game is just my my favorite. I feel like most complete experience that I that I really enjoy um, and unmodified with its regular old solo but it's going to come out with a with another whole solo variant official thing coming out very excited to get my hands on that when that happens anywho but lisboa i think comes second i think it's just a wonderful game i love playing that game but really only with the unofficial variant that you can find through uh, solo play game rules for one online the file section that is how I love playing Lisboa solo, and so it's a bit of a shame that I have to find someone else to create better rules so that I enjoy the game more, but Lisboa is uh, just a fantastic solo experience and superior, in, in my mind, to, to Escape Plan. Uh, Escape Plan is fun, and it's definitely on the lighter side. It plays quick. It's very different feeling, but that I feel like I've kind of figured it out by being able to just just kind of follow this AI around and it completely seems to handicap them. Um, that's not fun. <laughs> so I might get another player or two in just to kind of confirm that. But the past three times I've played, I've sort of just kind of done that and, and won pretty handily. And yeah, so that's uh, more to, more to come on that, I guess, as I, if I, if I play it some more. And, but CO2 is next. Now, CO2, oh, I am excited for that one. That looks right up my alley. It has, uh, it comes with a, a way to play it solo, official solo variant with a, the second edition. Second Chance, I think it's called. Um, and it has a Game Rules for One variant. Actually, it came with the first CO2 way back when Game Rules for One made their, their solo play version uh, to, to play it solo. And it looks like, I believe I read some notes saying you can still apply that to this, this second chance version of CO2. So that's what I'm really excited for. Not so much the official solo variant, although I'm going to learn that first. But CO2 is, is next. And kind of my final, you know, heavy Vito Lacerda game anyway. I know there's some other ones that are out there, small games. But I think it's the last big Vito Lacerda game that I have yet to play. And then I will have played all of them. So that's fun. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Pavlov's House. That came. I ordered that, as I mentioned last time. It's kind of a off the cuff. And so that is here. Haven't really looked much into it, but that is on the horizon. And oh, also, I got the little mini, the little pack for, uh, was it Sand and Snow or something like that for Mistfall? Opened it up, looked at it, uh, but I already put Mistfall away. <laughs> And so I don't know if that's going to be enough for me to want to take that out again, but maybe. Um, oh, played the crew. Yeah, that I think that just won. Like, so the crew, the quest for Planet Nine, that's that card game that you play. It's not solo, but you play cooperatively. And that I've mentioned many times, and uh, my family and I play, but we were playing five player, and that's the way we've always been playing. Recently, uh, we just, well, I should say the last session we'd played with just four players and that seems to be i don't know it, it's way easier than five players and so we really the the one we're stuck on uh well no i think we finally finished that one in five players we it took us forever though to get get past this one mission 
And but now, I mean, we playing four players. The next, I think we went through the next three or maybe four missions in in one session. So so it seemed like it's just a lot easier with four players than five. And I think I even remember reading in the manual or somewhere that it said, yeah, this game is really tough. Five players and four players is kind of the sweet spot. So anyway, so we played four players. We enjoy the heck out of that game. The crew, uh, I think it, it won some sort of you know best game of the year somewhere. That is the crew. And uh, we got a good session of plays, good good hour and a half or so of playing that uh, a couple nights ago. Lastly, an oldie but goodie. I don't know what had me bring this out finally, but I've been thinking about it for a long time. Last time I played it was four years ago, I want to say, maybe five. Long time ago. And that is Nations. Nations is a full-on it's a, a civilization game. But it is sort of like if, if you've played through the ages, uh, Vladis Vatel, who's my favorite designer of all time, it's like a light, light version of Through the Ages. It's got very similar qualities. So if you've ever played one, you'll, you'll immediately kind of get a sense of, of the other one and, and just very similar play, but way lighter. And... It has an official solo variant it came with, which is very easy to run. And I've been meaning to take this out. I don't know why. I just remember enjoying it so much. This was five or something years ago, like I said. And I was just getting the hankering. So I brought it out. I have since played it three times. And it is fantastic. I just, I mean, now if I had to comment on its solo, you know, com compared to some of the other fancy ones that are coming out now with people like David Turchi and whatnot who've emerged. It, the, the solo variant is, is certainly lacking. It's probably in the, in the main way it's lacking is just with the, the idea of the military and how it, it works. It just sort of makes, there's not, there's not much fun to be had with the military side of the whole uh, civilization game there, the way the AI, you know, operates within that parameter, but everything else is just super quick. I mean, this game, you play a full civilization game, very, oh, it's just such a, a complete experience, but it's so fast. You can, I, I'm playing this game in like 45 minutes, a full civilization game in 45 minutes. It sets up pretty quick, takes, I mean, we out of the box takes 10 minutes to set up, reset your play takes five minutes. You just got to shuffle your cards all back up and get going. You pick a bunch of different boards, which have an A and B side. The A side is all the same for all the boards, but in the different nations, even though their names are different. But you can flip it over to the B side, and now you've got a little asymmetrical something going on and a little, you know, different way to play. And I got the little expansion for it. Dynasties, I think, was not a little expansion. It was a bigger expansion, which has a bunch of other nations. And that's that's one of the reasons I got that expansion years ago and then never took it out and played it. Well, since then, I've gotten, I think I've only played one of those games. No, two of those games now with the, the new uh, the new nations that came with the expansion, which adds turmoil cards, which adds another little layer of depth to the play. And this is this is solid. This game is fun. I mean, you you are playing to just score the most points, but it has a big scale. That that goes from like basically you know a scale where if you're at the lowest end you lose of course if you just don't have any if you get below zero victory points 
uh, to Dan Quayle. <laughs> it's like like how well you run your nation, I guess, is Dan Quayle is the lowest. All the way up to, like, if you get 70 points or something like that, you score 70 points, I forget who it is. It's, you know, these super... Uh, Oh, I don't know. I can't remember the names of these. Anyway, it has a scale, and the more points you, you can be like, oh, wow, I, I, I did as well with this nation as this leader did. And, uh, and it's all historically based, sort of, loosely. And so, you can, so you're not trying to beat an opponent, but the AI, the way it runs, is just with a simple little tile. You flip over, kind of gives it this, this military you know, strength. It gives us this stability strength. Uh, it gives it, you know, a certain number of books. Well, anyway, none of that makes sense if you've never played played the game. But it it takes seconds to just to to modify a few things, and you play around based on the parameters of that AI that particular round. There's eight rounds, so you play with you know four um, different ages, if you will. Again, with through the ages, it's all about playing age zero to one to two to three. And here it's, you know, the Renaissance age and the something age and the something age. And in each age, you've got these cards that come out and you purchase them. And there's super expensive ones that become cheap the next uh, the next age or the, at least the next round. There's two rounds in each age. So, so basically, there's eight rounds that you're going to be playing. And you play these rounds so fast. I mean, the game is so streamlined. It's just a very streamlined through the ages experience and fantastic solo. And, uh, and I think you can pick up this game. It's a big box game for like 40 something bucks now on, on Amazon. And yeah, I might do a video on it just to, just to show how it plays to give you a sense, uh, but to see if it's up your alley, but I know I certainly enjoy it. And it, mainly because it just sets up so fast and, and it's such a juicy, you know, light, it's pretty, it's pretty light. I would say it's, you know, it feels like a, a three, you know, on the, on the weight scale for me, I think it's weighted at like three, five or something on, the, um, but maybe playing against other people, it would be a little heavier, but, but it just plays so fast, so quick, so streamlined, a full on civilization game that that gives you just that that quick sense of of even through something real heavy like through the ages but just in a super streamlined fashion that you can just bust out a quick play and and feel you know just get that 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 snickers vibe you know <laughs> it just that satisfies that that hunger and uh in such a short period of time so nations other than that uh, yeah, I've got, uh, I've got some, some CO2 rules to read up on some, some Pavlov rules to read up on. I think those are going to be my next ventures. Maybe unless something distracts me, uh, certainly the sun and the heat in 90 plus degrees is distracting me to want to be outside in that. But until next time, that is it for this week. So there you have it, and yes, uh, summer continues here. I am just, I love heat. I was made for heat, 90 plus degrees, mm, bring it. But it does get in the way of my game plan. However, until next time, you can find me there on YouTube and all those other places, Instagram, I'll still be posting stuff. Thank you for listening. Hope you're staying safe and healthy out there. Till next time on Board Game Rants, and I'm out.